now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis and RV Tom, rounding out the crew for Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Okay, so look, uh, it's the holiday weekend. If you're out there fighting the crowds, God bless you. It's a busy, busy, busy time. It's probably only going to get worse. And uh, we'll see how things progress. But man, we got a lot to look forward to. Got Air Adventure in uh, just about a month. And, uh, you know, as you prepare to fly all around, maybe this weekend or in the uh, upcoming summer weeks, maybe you're going to splurge and go for first class. That's what I always try to do. And uh, I saw a video this week, and I know that Dennis saw it too, about uh, some relatively new service on an A380 on Singapore Air, which is consistently rated one of the best airlines in the world, according to, I don't know, the people that make those ratings. I, I years ago I had a scheduled business class on Singapore Air, and I was so excited about being able to fly the uh, number one rated airline in the world. Uh, and and I, it was almost more exciting to do that than get to the destination. And uh, lo and behold, my flight was canceled or my trip was canceled for erroneous reasons. And I didn't uh, get to was partake. Was your credit card denied again? No, wasn't that. I had worked it out. I'd got a, a good deal. But uh, but then I saw this video this week of uh, Singapore Air's sweet service in the sky on this uh, Airbus 380. And uh, actually, you'd get two seats, and you put them together. They, they turn into like a queen-size bed or something, you know, when they do the turndown service. It was phenomenal. It was insane. I was like, oh, my gosh, I, I would kind of like to do this. This would be pretty sweet first class. But, of course, uh, they do the video. They talk about all the, you know, the champagne they drank and five, six-course meals and then the bed service and all this stuff and how the uh, flight attendant even encouraged the couple to uh, join the Mile High Club. They'll shut the door. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's uh, that's some service right there. So, I, you know, I was like, all right, I'll have to book that. And then they said, well, there's no, none of these flights are available from the U.S., at least uh, not yet. Uh, it was like Singapore to London or back and forth. And, you know, of course, it was uh, pretty expensive. But honestly, the prices that they threw out weren't anything you don't see on first class of what we get in the States uh, or on long haul flights uh, as well. So I'm like, maybe could this be the future for us? I mean, could we see this kind of service come uh, to us, RV Tom? You you used to be a commercial pilot. Are we are we going to see people encouraged to uh, join the Mile High Club up in uh, Airbus three hundred and eighty, or what do you think? That not going to happen. No, not going to. Why? Why? Not, why is not, that? Not in the United States. We're we're a nation of uh, the we're a nation of nation of prudes. <laughs> oh wait, no, you're talking about something else. I assume not the Mile High Club part. Well, Ma, that that my uh, new comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you don't normally hear the flight attendants encourage that kind of uh, activity. 
though I'm sure it has taken place in many, uh, you know, uh, a restroom in the sky. I'm just guessing. I've seen videos or heard of things. But, uh, but yeah, to actually have the flight attendant encourage that kind of activity because you booked a suite in the sky is uh, that's a whole nother level of crazy. There, by the way, what what is the FAA rule on the Mile High Club? Is there such a thing if you're caught doing that kind of thing? You or must they... wear your seatbelt for takeoff and landing. Okay, that, right. There's no yeah. rules. <laughs> yeah, just watch out if you hit some turbulence. Oh boy, or oh, ask oh, for boy. extra turbulence depending. Yeah. Yes, maybe it could make things a little bit more spicy there in the. Uh, Restroom, but if you're caught uh, in the restroom, is there any kind of uh, uh, penalty for that? Nanette, <laughs> he's turning to his wife. He's like, when that happens, and uh, she's a flight attendant, uh, she's been doing it for years. I have a feeling this has happened a time or two, or you've come across an awkward situation. I mean, is there any penalty, or do you just go, "Oh my God, you guys disgust me," or can I participate? I don't know. What I guess it depends. Yeah, my wife. Then that's in the background of her sign up. No penalty. No penalty. Okay. Well, there you go. And uh, I guess it's a case by case basis. Depends on who the couple is. You know, if you don't approve, then you'd probably, you know, hey, next time you're going to be at the back of the airplane. That's where uh, they wanted to be in the first place. Well, yeah. maybe. Uh, maybe. All right. Well, we, you know, we, we got off track here. So <laughs> I didn't. Mean to Big go on surprise. that. I want to just talk about the uh, actual service because whether you do the Mile High Club thing or not in the sweet service of uh, Singapore Air, I mean, I, I would love this. I think this would be an amazing way to fly. It's one thing to get one of those lay flat beds on a United, or, you know, Polaris or or Delta One or something like this, but this is like a whole nother level of. Uh, you know, just taking it uh, to, a, you know, uh, just living lifestyles of the rich and famous. Why can't we have this, Dennis? Come on. Because most of the flights that we have in this country are not the kind where you spend half a day in the airplane. And the second part of that equation is we have spirit, allegiant, and uh, frontier. Yeah. We're cheap. Okay. The airlines know that the American public is willing to buy the cheapest plane ticket they can get. Right. Uh, so there's probably isn't as much incentive for them to add those amenities. Well, because- I, I don't know if it's incentive as much as it is. I know a lot of those other airlines are, they're, uh, you know, supported by the governments. So they're kind of, they got an infusion of cash that allows them to spend wildly more than the domestic carriers. Is that a safe assumption too? uh, their RV, Tom? Yeah, is that that's, it? That's absolutely correct. 100% correct. I mean, yeah. you get government subsidies helping pay for fuel and uh, land and fees, everything else. And it's an uneven playing field. There's no way that that we, the, the big three or four of us, you know, United American Delta, we just can't compete with, with Singapore, Thai, ETAR, Emirates. It's, it's not a legal, it's not a playing field that we could even compete on. Yeah, they're nationally subsidized. So we don't have that luxury here in the States. And, and pay the uh, penalty uh, or, or don't get those amenities. Because, you know, when the government is in- involved, they're like, hey, we want the best service we can possibly get. We're spoiled rotten. And, you know. Well, uh, there's no accountability. Right. I mean, exactly. You don't have the shareholders report and you don't get grilled by the investors at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. You just send a bill to whoever. And if it's $51,000 for a garbage can, like the government is paying right now on a 
uh, Boeing business jet of some sort for the military. Who cares? Okay. You know? Yeah, maybe it's that. But D- Delta's a little bit more cost conscious. They have to look at, you know, how much money can we make selling these seats out? And right. you know, they don't think that people will buy the product. They're not going to invest in it. I, I tell you what, if it was there, I'd, I'd try to find a way. I mean, the the video I saw on YouTube, and, and Dennis, you saw it too, They at the end of it, they talked about the price. It really wasn't much more expensive than what you typically see for, you know, like a Polaris Delta One or something on a long-haul flight from the States to Europe or something like that. But um, but if they had another level of service, sweet service, uh, you know, and got one of those bigger things, uh, you know, would people buy it? I mean, there's only like four of them available. <laughs> On the whole daggone plane, surely they'll find somebody, some rich celebrity that would want to do it. And then, you know, I'd find a way to use my frequent flyer miles to get uh, upgraded. And there you go. See? So they would wind up not selling them, and it would be complimentary upgrades to the schlubs like you and me. Well, that's fine. I'm good with that. (laughs) I'm totally good with that. Just make the service available. Come on now. All right. Well, maybe, you know, one can dream. You know, I think you and I will wind up uh, having to use just the uh, in-flight uh, crew rest quarters would be about the closest we'd ever get to the crew, the uh, the suite service. Yeah. Well, you know, we got to work for the airline to get that. Is there any way to get in the jump seat? Like if we know someone not like you, seat, RV the crew rest lounge, they've got under the, on the big uh, wide bodies for the long flights. Yeah. They've actually got a separate, like a lower level bedrooms and stuff for the uh, relief crews to sleep in. All right. So we just got to know somebody and uh, offer to join the Mile High Club with them or something. Is that how you get ahead in that biz? And get- we can ask Tom after the break. He's going to defer to his wife and we won't hear squat. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlaneRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. 
a state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. With Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I was the youngest pilot in Pan Am history. When I was four, the pilot let me ride in the cockpit and fly the plane with him. And I was four, and I was great. And I would have landed it, but my dad wanted us to go back to our seats. Airplanes, This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along. Captain Dennis Narvi, Tom, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest aviation news and information. Here we are on the 1st of July, uh, and just a few weeks away from Air Venture in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. I'm going to be there along with Dennis and RV Tom. I'm coming this year. First time in a few. Uh, it worked out that I don't have to go catch lobster. So I'm coming out for some cheese curds instead. And, uh, you know, look at all the planes and everything, hang out with everyone for a few days uh, there at the beginning of the event. Uh, let's see. How long is Air Venture again? It opens up on a Monday or Tuesday? It's Monday to Sunday. The, Monday to uh, Sunday. July 24th, I think, is the first day. Right. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be out there for a good portion of the first part of it, uh, Dennis and I. Uh, I think we're going to fly back on uh, Friday. Or Thursday night? Thursday night. Thursday, that's what it, the plan is at the moment. But uh, we'll be out there partaking in all the festivities. I don't even know. Do they do a uh, midweek uh, fireworks show, too, at Air Venture? Like Not they, the fireworks, but no. they will have a night air show, I think, Wednesday night. Okay. Well, we got that uh, that much and all the other cool things that they do at Air Venture. And then just uh, hanging around the, you know, the campsite with RV Tom, our buddy Jim and Deb, uh, Smokey. She'll be out there, I know, and, uh, you know, they, they camp uh, right next to each other, and we'll be hanging out there in a tent or something, I guess, or sponging off of someone. That's the plan. All we've gotten so far, as far as Dennis and I, is that we know we're going, and we've got some airline tickets. Right, Dennis? Yeah, and I've got a, a tent all set and packed up so I can throw it in my luggage, so I guarantee I've got at least a cover over my head. Right. And really, as long as we're there, does it really matter? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, kinda. obviously being closer to Tom would be helpful because we will have the blender. <laughs> yes. The famous blender, uh, the margarita maker. Uh, oh, yeah. he's, it, he's world renowned, uh, on these, uh, margaritas. So we may have a couple of those and, uh, who knows, maybe we'll get to even fly a plane. Uh, you know, they do all kinds of, you know, demo flights and things like that. We might be able to sponge off of someone and have them take us up above the, uh, site, at Air Venture. Do you ever do that when you go, Tom? Do you get to go on in any of the, you know, like helicopter rides and and flights well, that they do or no? Well, it's funny. I just, a friend of mine, uh, Pete, fellow aviator at the company I work for, a friend of his up in Allentown, Pennsylvania, has a a, a, a MIG. Oh, wow. Okay. He's, he's, a, he's uh, let's see, he's a million, I just got this from, from a little while ago. He yeah. has a 
billionaire just about. He's got a Russian MIG. He goes, just mention my name. He goes, we're good friends. They, Pete uh, lives next to him in, in Allentown. He goes, give a call and talk to security. You might be able to go up in a, in a MIG. So uh, and that's what I'm, I'm hoping for. Uh, wow. Yeah. It's, uh, okay. So, yeah, that's going to burn some uh, serious fuel. But he's uh, he's going to have that at the show or right near the show? Yeah. It's a, a Jared. I commend this gorgeous MiG twenty nine UB at Oshkosh wow. twenty twenty three. So, well, that's who you know, you know. So, yeah, so <laughs> I hope this. He's, he's a billionaire from Allentown, and my my buddy works for a security, runs a security company. Uh, just tell him mention mention this name and this code, and uh, you might get to go for a ride in this thing. So that's what I'm. That's what I'm Is hoping. it a code or a password? Well, it's a password, right? Get, so you go, up, you go up and knock on some door and say, the password is. Yeah. So, then, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, what a big guy is, a friend of mine, and uh, he'll take you up in the MIG. So, okay. that's what I'm looking for. Well, we'll see. you know, uh, I think I'd leave that uh, RV time. I don't know if I'd want to do that. Those are kind of crazy old planes. I'm not sure if I'd I'd rather see. The MIG-29 is relatively new. Is oh, it? This is, oh, this, this is, is the newer new. one. Oh, 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 what am I thinking? I'm yeah, thinking. it's not like the old MiG-17 Korean or yeah. Vietnam era one. This is, you know. All right. Well, okay. I'm game. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but Tom, of- Tom is not saying you or I can do it, right, Dennis? He's just saying I'm going no, to. No, he's saying yeah. this is what he's <laughs> going to do. So yeah. we're going to have to, you know, kill him. Well, okay. <laughs> Take a spot. All right. Now, well, look at the, the picture that Pete sent me. It looks like it's looks like a digital uh, paint job. It's got some kind of crazy paint job on it, like a, uh, I don't know. All right. Is it's it kind of crazy, camouflage huh? or something? Well, I'm sure know. they could see it on the radio really well. Yes. Yeah, well, that's yeah, fine. So anyway, I'm just trying to show you guys. But <laughs> well, we'll, if, we'll, have to, we'll have to see. Well, just know if your margarita tastes a little funny, uh, it was Dennis that's and right. I trying to take you out and take your spot there, uh, Tom. So just how, how we roll. Speaking uh, uh, on the roll, uh, you know, you're going to be taking your RV uh, to Oshkosh, and I guess tomorrow or sometime this week, they start opening up all the campsites for uh, air venture how does that uh, process work if you're planning to go to the big event in oshkosh tom well if you're going for the premium spots where you have electricity and water they're first come first serve and they go pretty quick it ends up around uh well tomorrow uh, like first uh, yeah, right around, second yeah, of july right or something first yeah second, first two days here it opens up yeah and then everybody kind of looks and sees you check in the wind I end up booking like two or three o'clock in the morning, like right around the tenth or the twelfth or something like that, when everybody starts getting nervous to get a good spot. Then all of a sudden, you know, the day before it was like two hundred spots, three, four hundred spots, and then the next day, like they're all gone. So yeah. you gotta be ready. So I end up the, I just keep watching the site. Now, if you don't want the premium sites uh, with with water and electricity, you want to camp. They're they're available throughout the whole the whole show you right get, right but yeah. if you wanted uh power and sewer or power and water uh yeah. those are premium sites i mean uh do you actually get to pick the exact spot you want to be at air venture if you do that uh yeah, camper yeah. kind of thing because i end up parking with the end of the rest of the velocity people and i got some friends from Syria. okay so yeah sure so, yeah you so guys have up, your own little clicks here and there and and you might have yeah, a group do, you want to be by right like like custer and the indians you all we all park like in a circle. We all lock in together. Yeah. We're all facing the center port where we have our barbecue pits and everything else and our, and our blenders and everything. So right. I mean, so we're all set. The important so we stuff. 
Yeah. It works, yes. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to jump on it as quick as you can and get those sites reserved, especially if you have a small group of people. But other than that, as far as getting your friends together, uh, is there a primo spot? That you would even tell people, or do you want? If, is it kind of like a fishing spot? If you shared it with everybody uh, today on Just Plain Radio, you'd have to kill us, kind of thing, you know? Yeah, kind of. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, what I yeah. figured. I'll tell you afterwards. <laughs> yes. All right. So we'll leave that but off you know, the air. But with you know. that being said, all the all the premium spots with electricity and water, they're all good spots. I've been all over uh, for the last thirty one years. Been gone. Uh, all the spots that are premium. You know, I you know what? Let me back up. Every spot at and Oshkosh is a good spot. All you got to do is be able to look up, right? You, you just got to be in Oshkosh. It's, it's premium. It doesn't matter if you're in the very back or right up near the flight line or near the runways. Every spot is, is a great spot. I mean, if you love airplanes and and the the, the like-minded that where everybody thinks together and everybody loves, you're going to absolutely love it. Every spot's a good spot in Oshkosh. Well, really there you is. go. And, and you don't it have is. to have sewer and water. They, they have uh, really nice... Uh, you know, uh, facilities for all the campers that don't have uh, any of those type of services as part of their accommodation. So it's a quite a well-run uh, outfit there at AirVenture. More coming up. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Any of you boys seen an aircraft carrier around here? This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, along with Captain Dennis and RV Tom, rounding out the crew. Okay, so a little update on my flight training. I have been making making quite a bit of progress. I've been doing the sporties uh, course to get ready for the uh, written, uh, pro, you know, written uh, test again. And uh, I got to say, the sporties uh, online course that they do has been very, very good. Now I've started, stopped, started, and stopped. I mean, because it took my took the FAA a little bit more time to give me my third class medical. So I, you know, I started real strong and then I was like, ah, I got to wait on these guys. So I don't want to, you know, move too quickly, but now it's all been approved and I'm near the end of the course. 
And, uh, you know, I was talking to Dennis and uh, uh, Tom uh, right before we went on the air today. And I, I said, hey, guys, guess what? I just made a uh, connection here. Uh, Rob Ryder is the, uh, you know, one of the main guys who does the videos for the Sporties course. And he's also, you know, an air show announcer that you've heard probably at Air Venture or Sun and Fun, God knows where else. And we actually even had him on the show uh, once before. I talked to him. Super nice guy. He grew up in Cincinnati or as well as his base of operations in Cincinnati. That's where I grew up. And when I talked to him uh, before, I didn't make this connection, but I just realized how he spelled his last name. I was like, wait a minute. I know this guy. I grew up in Cincinnati. He was on the Bob Braun uh, show, TV show, as a, a famous guy in Cincinnati who did this uh, talk show. I think it was at lunchtime. I actually went to it a few times. But it was like a local talk show from back in the day. And, and Rob Ryder was the musical director of, of the Bob Braun show. And I just looked it up online. I'm like, oh, my God, that's him. And uh, and he and I've seen him live in Cincinnati when I was a kid and all this kind of stuff. And and I'm now just uh, bringing all this together. I, I had no idea. I was like, because I was just going to come on and say I thought the sporties course was really good. I thought they really presented it well. He's very clear and articulate in how he presents uh, the videos and the information that you got to absorb, you know, to get your private pilot. And it's very, you know, very well done. And I was like, he does a great job. And I was going to give him some props today. And then I realized, wait a minute, I know this guy. And then, oh, wow, small world stuff. So if you go up to uh, uh, Rob Ryder, he used to do a song. He he could do uh, that song, Rubber Ducky. Uh, you remember that? Rubber Ducky, here's the one. And uh, he could do that. He did that on the Bob Braun Show. And actually, he did that for me and my family once at King's Island when he was performing in the in the music pit uh, after the show was done and he you know he had done it on the Bob Braun show and stuff so me and uh, me and Rob go way back and it's like full circle now he's like helping me get my uh, private pilot certificate thanks to that sporty's online course how weird is that Dennis is that weird or is that just me not really i mean to quote mark baker from AOPA there yeah. is one degree of separation in aviation true so and true. This is just another example of how that happens. I mean, I, I called Tom this uh, last weekend because I was out teaching a student out in the middle of in Central Florida. We pull up to the gas pump, and the people in front of me apologize for taking too long. And he says, uh, "You know, do you, so uh, you just out burning holes in the sky today? Yep. Yeah. And you? Oh, I'm 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 off uh, for the week. You know, I fly for United. Says, oh, do you know Captain Tom? Right. Of course I do. Yeah. You know, so you run into you know, somebody that knows uh, RV Tom or Captain Tom, you know, in the middle of the airport in Central Florida. Yeah. Just- well, yeah, but it's usually not from like another life. <laughs> you know, it's That's like, true. I mean, Rob Ryder, I mean, like I said, he was a big musical guy in Cincinnati when I was a kid. And now he does all these this air show stuff. Obviously, he's he's morphed into a different uh, career, but uh, I imagine he's still doing music. I mean, like I said, he was like the uh, musical director, and he sang and played guitar and ran a band, of, you know, for the Bob Braun show. So when you see him, go up and ask him to do Rubber Ducky that Greg from Just Plain Radio suggested it. Then he'll give you that cockeyed look and say, I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, you know, we're going to have to get Rob on the air now even more so that I've made this connection. Hey, that's just too weird to me. But it's kind of like a full circle. 
uh, thing. You know, who would have thunk that, uh, you know, you'd be learning how to fly from a guy who you watched on TV when you're a kid on some local TV show. Go figure. I, I think it's it's kind of cool. Anyway, he's uh, he's a musical guy. So, he, uh, you know, I assume he's still doing uh, music in between all these air shows. And uh, maybe he's doing some acting and that kind of stuff, too. I don't know. But he, he's got the chops. And he's super, super friendly and, and very nice. Until you walk up to him and ask him to sing Rubber Ducky. But, well, I know. don't know. He might find it mildly <laughs> amusing, or he may call security. And, you know. Hey, let's let's test it at AirVenture. We'll yeah. go up to the announcer's booth. and. Well, that's you know, how, you know, how I uh, first met him. It was at uh, Sun and Fun. And uh, when we first started the show, we went over to Sun and Fun in uh, Lakeland. And, you know, we're just playing radio where we got media passes and I was able to get, you know, uh, up to the uh, up to the announcing booth. And, uh, you know, he's doing all the announcing stuff. I had made that connection and I just went up and started talking to him. Super nice. Like, oh, yeah, I'd be happy to be on your show and all that kind of thing. And like I said, we did. We I had him on the show. He was very uh, gracious and uh, very approachable and that kind of thing. And, you know, when you're somebody like that, that's kind of nice. It makes a difference. It makes it makes a good impression. Even when I was a kid, like I said, I mean, uh, we saw him uh, performing at an amusement park uh, called Kings Island. So this was after the Bob Braun show had kind of went off the air a little bit, not too long, but he had become the musical director of some, you know, like show they did at the local amusement park in Cincinnati, Ohio. And uh, after the show, we realized, hey, my God, oh, that's that's Rob Ryder from the Bob Braun Show. So we went up, me and my family went up to him after and started talking to him. Hey, can you play Rubber Ducky? You know, and he's probably annoyed, but oh, yeah, sure. And he starts doing it and was just real nice and uh, gracious. And I remember it to this day. So there you go. Don't ever be mean to people if you're uh, famous. And, you know, even if, you know, he probably didn't think he was famous, but he's kind of a big deal. Now I, I now I'm going to have such a complex when I see him next time at AirVenture because he'll be there. Probably he'll be the announcer for the show, won't he, Tom? I'm sure it, he'll be doing the the major fly flyover stuff. Right. Yeah, but that's weird. I just I just now made that uh, connection, and uh, like I said, he, good, uh, really, really good online course. I think the Sporties uh, thing is it, we'll we'll find out exactly how good uh, when I go and retake the test. <laughs> it's like. There's going to be some refreshment that I'm going to have to uh, ingest and uh, uh, lubricate my brain with to kind of get this stuff to all come back, you know. But I've been watching all the videos, and they chop it up in nice little, you know, manageable nuggets uh, that I think my brain is, is absorbing. But there, I'm going to have to go back. I think the tricky part for the uh, for the test for me, you know, I, I passed it, you know, ten years ago. I had no problem uh, doing it, but it's been 10 years. So when I have to start doing the, uh, you know, uh, plotting of courses and reawaiting balanced numbers and all the math, that's the part that's going to trip me up or I'm going to have to do a refresher on. You going to help me with that, Dennis, or what do I got to do? Absolutely, I'll help you with it. I mean, that's one of the features of the Sporties Learn to Fly courses. They have kind of a virtual desktop, too, where I can go in and, you know, we can actually kind of do a study session together. Okay, I, that's better than what I thought you were going to say. I was like, okay, you're going to you're gonna take these electric clamps and clip them to your nipples, and every time well, you get the answer wrong... Well, I didn't tell you how wrong, we were going to study together. Okay, well, that, that's not studying. That's that's a different Negative time of training. perhaps? Yes, yeah, no, he doesn't do that. I don't think. 
but uh, no, but we can we can definitely do a virtual classroom or heck even a Zoom session, and I'd be happy to sit down with you and go over that. Uh, I can even get my son to come in and join you too because he he loves teaching some of that stuff. So. Yeah, well, I know he loves uh, playing with electricity too. So don't give him any ideas from what I just told you because we'll, he'll we'll want to it up. He'll want to go to that route. Yeah, take it to ten. Oh, this baby goes to eleven. Eleven. <laughs> Whoa! All right, more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Six bucks in my right nut says we're not landing in Chicago. This is Just Plane Radio. Gregor Co-Pilot, that's me. I'm learning to fly. With the help of uh, Captain Dennis, RV Tom might be assisting some way. At least moral support, I would imagine. Uh, They both told me, you know, when you do the written test for the second time, I did it a little over 10 years ago, that uh, I shouldn't uh, shouldn't go on the low end. You know, I got to get a 70 or above to pass, but don't do that. Uh, Try to get close to 100%. Correct, but maybe you don't want to get a hundred percent because then your flight examiner is going to say, "Oh, we got to know it all." Oh, I'll show him. Is that the attitude you're saying that I, I could face if I do that, Dennis? Yeah, that's definitely the problem that you're going to run into. You know, mm. Captain Tom was uh, mentioning it during the break that you know you you want to score as high as you can, right? Because everything you get wrong is something that the examiner has to go over with you during your check your your oral portion of your check ride. So yeah. the less easy things you give him, uh, the the better that that whole oral is going to go. Right. On the but like I said, I don't think you want to score a 100% either because then oh, we got to know it all and he's going to probe all the corners to see, you know, did you just go and find some test guide with all of the answers and memorize them mm-hmm. or do you actually know the material? Yeah. Less so, probing is what I would prefer. Uh, so, so I'm, <laughs> that sounded weird. But uh, I'm going to go for which one, I think if I re- you know it's been so long I don't remember. But I want to th- I want to say that I did like high eighties when I did it last that's time. That's a reasonable score to go. Yeah, for. I think that's. But but I have to go back and check the records and see for sure. I know I I didn't just squeak by. I got through it pretty easily. Uh, but I didn't. I I do remember missing like a couple. Like there was one question that tricked me up. You know, like oh, I knew the answer, but the way the you know question was worded, uh, you know, was kind of like no, you know, one of those type uh, things. Yeah, but and all- then once you get done with the test, too, you and I have to go over it. Yeah, because the instructor needs to go over the areas that you were found deficient on your written exam right. before you can take the check ride. So the, if you want to spend less time with me going over stuff too, score higher. Well, okay. Less time with Dennis, uh, that could be an advantage. I don't know. It depends trying on... Trying to motivate you properly. <laughs> 
possibly that uh, would be a good motivation. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, uh, I got that. And actually, uh, Dennis was saying, he's like, you know, you're getting ready to do this written test. You know, the FAA just changed uh, some rules. And uh, I'm in the portion of the sporties course where actually it just mentioned that, you know, if you uh, take the test and there's a question that you answer that is changed since they and they haven't updated the test yet, you'll like get credit for it or something or you can, you know, challenge the answer or blah, blah, blah. You know, like because it hasn't been updated. Does that make sense? You hear what I'm saying? It it does. Um, Good luck with that. But. You don't want to be in that case, but if they right. have one of those tricky questions that, okay, it's changed since uh, they did the question, and now that answer isn't exactly correct or something, you might have some recourse, or you might get credit or something like that. It said something to that effect in the sporties course. So, I don't know. I get a, I don't, I'm hoping I'm not going to have to leverage any kind of uh, loophole <laughs> to pass. It, make sure test. you get over a 70 and just pass the test. Yes, I'm going get to. higher than that, that would be better. Yeah. I'm uh, going to, like I said, I'm, I'm going for 85 or above. Uh, I won't do 100%. I'll throw one just uh, so I, that I'll appease RV Tom because he. You might not even have to throw one. Uh, there's yeah. usually at least one. Oh, you one think or I'll just get one or two worded, wrong? No, I mean, there's <laughs> usually one or two poorly worded questions on those tests that, you know, you're like, yeah. oh, I knew that, but. Yeah, here's the problem I have, though. If I happen to get uh, Captain Med as my flight examiner, I'm screwed. <laughs> he's going to he's going to he's going to put me through the ringer regardless. Well, you do realize that that is your choice. I get well. You know what? Here's the thing. I'm okay with that. I mean, yeah. because I, I, you know, is is. fun as we have on Just Plane Radio. When it comes to learning to fly, I take it very serious. And uh, I think Dennis will back me up on that, won't you? When we when I'm actually doing stuff, you see, I kind of hunker down, don't I? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it may take you a few months, but you're yeah. at ninety four percent completed. I'm just enjoying sporties. the process. That's how yeah. I look at it. But no, I do. When I actually hunker down and do something and have a timetable, I get it done, and I try to do it right because I want to. I want to learn it. I want to make sure I know it. I know I'm not just trying to pass. That's not the right attitude when it comes to this kind of stuff. And I've applied that to my dive training and all the other fun activities that I uh, partake in. Because, you know, you want to have fun. And if you kind of half learn this stuff and then you get out in the field and you find yourself in a situation that makes you uneasy because you don't feel prepared, guess what? You don't have as much fun. If you're prepared for it, hey, it's just uh, you're ready for it. You've planned for it. And you execute. And guess what? When you do, and you do it confidently, you feel good about it. And it just makes it a much more enjoyable experience. What do you, what do you think, Tom? Is that, sound, is that the right uh, attitude? Or what do you think? That, that's a great attitude to have. I, when, I, when I ever went for one of my orals or one of my retins or one of my type ratings, I, you, know, I, you know, I love this stuff. I'd go in there so prepared, so confident when I go in there. You know, they would say, oh, you got this guy as your check rider. This guy's going to give you an examiner. And I looked forward to it. I took it as a challenge. Uh, I get in there and I just, you know, I, I love this stuff. So I went right. in and did the best I could. And uh, I always thought it was fun. I mean, every time I went to the simulator uh, out in Denver, I looked forward to it. It's mm-hmm. a, 
I don't know, my chance to excel uh, or you know, kind of show off. I, I enjoy it. Uh, that's a great attitude to have. Go in there and go with Ed. I mean, if you know your stuff, you know, from what I've heard of Ed, what my son's told me about Ed, he's the guy you want. I mean, yeah. he's going to be fair and honest with you. If you know your well, stuff, you're gonna he may not it. be fair with me. He's going to bust my balls as much as he possibly can just for his own amusement. But yeah, but that said, be, but he's still going to be fair about it. It'll be, yeah, it'll be fun. He has it'll to. It really yeah. well. There's a, he has laws he has to abide by. But yeah, he'll, I think they give you 24 hours for the oral, isn't that? Is that what it the is? The limit. <laughs> right. He, he might we'll want to move it, it along. Over three days. Yeah, yeah, he might. No, he'll, he'll want to move it along pretty quick. But when he, when he sees a shot where he can get at me, I know he will, uh, he will, uh, you know, he'll want to savor the moment. <laughs> you know, that's more of a personal problem I may have. So we'll see. I mean, but I have no, you know, I I, uh, I don't have any uh, plan to not use him. I, I do plan to use him if he'll take me. I guess the choice will be his, too, because he can say no, right? He he could say yeah, no. Um, right. I don't know that he would. Eh, you um, never know. <laughs> but, you know, he's got to remember, too, whatever the outcome of the test is, it could reflect on him as well. Well, exactly. That's why I'm saying that. Of your initial training. Exactly. He so. set the baseline. <laughs> Right, and what you learn first is you what you learn the you know the best, right? That, yeah, the law of primacy thing. So, uh, you know, if he didn't teach you right from the beginning, it'll show up during his oral. Well, that's true. Yeah, he'll he'll make sure I know it, and uh, and he won't pass me if I don't. But I will. But I'm here to say, sure bring a bunch of bananas and set them on the counter. Well, exactly. That's what he used to re- you know reward me with is uh, you get a banana, you got that question right, or did this uh, maneuver correctly. Uh yeah. So again, uh, you'd set expectations appropriately. You come in with the bananas and go, ha ha, right. I got gotcha. you. A whole bunch of them, literally. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. And then who knows? Maybe next year, instead of just sitting back and training, uh, you know, on the Fourth of July weekend, I'll be flying and looking at uh, fireworks from above. Are you going to be doing that today or this weekend? I plan to. Yes, my wife is actually making plans with a friend uh, to go take uh, her and my wife up in the airplane nice so, what about you yeah, rv tom you gonna you gonna pop up there and watch the fireworks this week actually we're going diving this week I'm diving go, okay well you watch them from underwater so dennis is yep. gonna take it from above and uh tom is gonna take it from below at both ways that's a great yep. way to spend the fourth uh, of july holiday you uh, take your pick and uh you'll enjoy it as well on that note we'll wrap it up till next time remember there is no better high than learning to fly. Just Plain Radio is brought to you by JustPlainRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plain Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. It's just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlainRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plain Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle.
Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com. 